This is Becoming, a podcast for teens. Episode number nine, what we didn't realize was making us unhappy. Hi there, and welcome to Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults, where together we are becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be. Each episode will feature different topics to enhance your growth, help you see the world differently, and discover who you really want to become. We are your hosts, Tani Beardall and Erica Peterson. We will be interviewing guests with unique experiences and experts in different fields to help us get the most out of each episode. Erica, I loved your three-part series that you just finished up. That was so much fun. Do you know what else is so fun? Our Instagram. It is! <laughs> We've been starting to do Teenager, Teenager Tip, Tip Tuesdays. Tuesdays. It's so fun. We give you tips on how to be an awesome teenager. Life hacks on how to be an awesome teenager. We do them in our stories, but we save them every week in the highlights. These are tips that we've just learned over years and years of struggling to find the best way to be a human being. <laughs> and also, we're somewhat qualified because I've worked in a med spa for over 10 years. And, and I'm a hairdresser of over 15 years. So we're just going to give you our tips of skincare, hair care, body care, life care, those kinds of things. It's a great place to give us ideas of tips you would want to hear about or different episodes that you want us to do. Come follow us on Instagram at becoming4teens. I really loved Erica's episodes. I thought she did an awesome job. She had tons of great content for us to learn from and threw in a lot of fun ideas for you as well. But I'm excited to be back here with you guys, and I'm super pumped about what we are talking about today. Did the name of this episode catch your attention? Any ideas of what might be making you unhappy without you even realizing it? This mystery item messes with our ability to learn, to adapt, to be flexible, and to build relationships. It convinces us that we are better than we are. It even caused me to get in a big fight with an old man at McDonald's the other day. I'm sure you can't wait to hear all about that. The last clue is that it leads us to arrogance and then away from humility and connection, which I believe connection is the most important part of our lives. So important that I devoted a whole podcast episode on that subject. If you have concluded that we are talking about pride today, you are right. Sneaky little pride, aka the root of all evil. And here's a spoiler alert we will be finding out that the antidote to pride is actually humility. We will get to dig a little deeper into that as well. As we go through this episode today, try to listen carefully to where you might see yourself misusing pride in your life and maybe think about how you can correct it to ensure it stops stealing your happiness. Pride is a very misunderstood concept, which is why so many of us struggle with it unknowingly. We need to understand this dangerous quality and stop ignoring its effects in our life. Why is it so confusing? Well, maybe it's because the definition of pride sounds so positive. It states that pride is the feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements. That doesn't sound half bad, right? The problem occurs when pride escalates into self-centeredness, conceit, 
boastfulness, and arrogance. It can make what seems to be a healthy competition, pushing you to be better, into a form of hatred, becoming easily offended, puffed up, and attention-seeking. We then end up trying to elevate ourselves above others, just to make ourselves feel better, and to make others look bad. I think this is why there is so much contention and tattletelling in my house, and it's probably why we are constantly hearing gossip around us all of the time. My interest was really piqued in this topic when I came across a talk written by Ezra Taft Benson. It's called Beware of Pride. The outline of this episode was shaped a lot by his talk. I absolutely love the quote by C.S. Lewis that he focused on. It states, Pride gets no pleasure out of having something, only having more of it than the next man. It is the comparison that makes you proud. The pleasure of being above the rest. Once the element of competition is gone, pride is gone. End quote. Isn't that a great quote? It's just so natural to us. Pride makes everyone around us our competition. We end up pitting our opinions, smarts, talents, money, and any other thing we can measure against each other. Does that sound like a healthy foundation for friendship or a relationship building? Yeah, I don't think so either. What happens is that we begin to place all of our value in the approval of our friends, kids at school, or even our family. Our motives become impure. We forget that the only opinion that matters is ours and God's. When pride gets a hold of our hearts, we truly lose our independence. We give it to those that we are trying to impress. How sad is that? Pride is something that we can easily pick out and notice in someone else, but it is rarely admitted in ourselves. The most interesting part of this talk to me is how it helped me realize that there is a different side to pride. I always assumed that pride is based on someone looking down on others, like when you feel like you're better than them. But what was really eye-opening to me was to realize that it is actually way more common to have pride come into our hearts in the opposite way, from the bottom looking up. It shows itself by fault-finding in others, gossiping or backbiting, being envious, holding a grudge, being easily offended, withholding gratitude, or not giving a compliment when we know it might lift someone up. I know it's been a while since I've been in high school, but I'm pretty sure these same issues are a constant problem in your lives as well. I think gossiping is probably the biggest one that I remember. Do you often see it or struggle with it? It's an easy trap to get caught in, and often you're not meaning to be vengeful or anything like that, but nobody really wants to be talked about. And any time I have talked about someone else, I have always felt terrible about it and wish I hadn't. Let's just try to give each other a break, to treat people the way we would want to be treated, and to look for the positive in each other instead of trying to pick each other apart. I think that really just stems from the competitiveness I just talked about, how we think we need to measure up against each other. But we really don't. We can build each other up and create awesome connections and friendships instead. Pride can also show itself by feelings of jealousy or not being willing to forgive someone. If I'm being honest with myself, this side of pride is where I've noticed it seep into my life. Even recently, like I mentioned earlier, about my McDonald's fight. I'm actually super embarrassed to share this story with y'all, but I want to encourage you to be more vulnerable with your friends and family, so I better be willing to be vulnerable with you all as well, right? Well, here goes. My kids were out at school for a parent-teacher conference, and I thought it would be brave and take all four of them and my daughter's friend to meet one of my friends for lunch. 
When we walked in, the kids ran over to the display area where they show the toys for the kids' meals. I stopped and kneeled down and checked them out with my three-year-old. As soon as I did, I heard this big gruff, and someone just started yelling at me. He apparently ran into the back of me as I stopped, and he yelled out, "'Geez, what's wrong with you? You need to announce when you're going to stop so abruptly.'" Do you like my voice for the guy? <laughs> well, he gave me the dirtiest look. I just stared at him in shock. I didn't say that I did anything wrong. I mean, when is the last time that you announced to everyone around you that you were going to stop walking? So there we were in a stare-off. When I just looked at him with no words because I was stunned by his behavior. He totally pulled out some school ground bully action, like lunging towards me, sticking his neck out, and throwing his hands up in the air. And all I could muster out was, why are you being so mean? And then he said to me, I'm not being mean. You're the one that's being so hard to deal with. And I responded, you are incredibly mean, sir. And we stood there side by side, awkwardly waiting to order. I sent my kids off to the playland while I ordered. And when an employee was ready to take our orders, we both just kind of stood there looking at each other, wondering who was going to go first. I urged him to go. I'm sure giving him one of my best grumpy faces, and he said something like this, Yeah, I'll go just to get away from you quicker. Again, me being so shocked by his awful behavior, I blurted out to the employee, Good luck with this guy, he's crazy grumpy. Ugh, anger really brings out the worst in me. Well, that comment just sent him over the edge, and he asked me if he needed to call security on me. Oh my gosh. You guys, this is real. It was crazy. It was just getting comical, but my blood really was starting to boil. Just then, another employee opened up a new register and I stepped forward to order. I was sure to present myself as upbeat and kind as possible. I was adamant to show that guy what a pleasant person I really am. I seriously like people. I love meeting new people and building relationships. This grumpy dude was just the worst. None of this was my fault. He was so out of line. I was flustered and worked up as I got my kids' food already. My friend showed up, and I couldn't wait to share my experience with her. She was just as shocked as I was, and luckily the guy was still there, eating all by himself, so I could point him out to her. As I sat there trying to find an appetite, I started analyzing and replaying the whole thing out in my mind. All of a sudden, this episode about pride that I had been studying about just popped into my mind. It humbled me really quick. I began to see where I was at fault and took a hard look at what I could have done better. I realized that I had some serious pride about this situation from the bottom up. I was totally fault-finding in that man, being easily offended and definitely holding a grudge. I realized that I could have de-escalated that whole situation just, just by saying, excuse me, and I'm sorry to him right off the bat. My stomach just sank and I looked over at him and I knew I had to go talk to him. The thought of this terrified me. I had no idea how he was going to receive me. He may even yell at me again. But I knew I had to walk the walk if I was going to talk the talk. I just got up the guts and I walked over there and tapped on his shoulder and asked if I could speak with him. With a puzzled look on his face, he conceded and I said, I just really wanted to come over here and apologize to you. He then started to smile and he reached up and grabbed my elbow. I continued to say, What happened earlier is not who I want to be. I wish I could go back and do this whole exchange all over again. I am so disappointed in the way I reacted and I hope you can forgive me. 
As I spoke, he just rubbed my arm and then quickly apologized as well. We had a great little conversation and ended it with a hug. All it took was a bit of courage and 60 seconds of my time, and my day was completely changed. I felt so much peace knowing that it was okay to admit I was in the wrong and then do what I had to do to fix it. I probably could have gone on with my day without apologizing to him, and I would have eventually chilled out about the whole incident, but seeing how quickly my whole countenance changed just by evaluating my fault in the situation and owning it was huge. I definitely had pride from the bottom up. It was the most interesting experience for me to be able to have just been studying pride. It quickly humbled me to elevate myself, apologize, and move on. It felt so heavy and out of my comfort zone at first, but then quickly turned into an incredible learning experience that left my heart full and happy. I think pride all seems to come from a place of selfishness, being so focused on how everything affects me, the self-pity, only looking at our perspective, thinking we need all the world has to offer. It just creates a feeling of being entitled. It brings contention into our lives. Pride causes us to be so defensive and unwilling to take correction. It makes us resist wanting to change our ways. The part that worries me the most is that when we are proud, we depend on the world to tell us whether we have value or not. This is one of the main reasons I felt the need to start this podcast in the first place. I really want to help you understand that we can't let our self-esteem be determined by other people's opinions and judgments. It can make us feel that if those around us succeed, that we are failures. This is just a big fat lie we tell ourselves. Pride makes us miserable and really limits or stops our progression completely. Have you been able to see yourself in any of these examples that I've spoken of? Hopefully you don't have to learn this by getting into a big brawl at McDonald's like I did. But looking at how pride can affect us from so many different angles is quite eye-opening, right? If you did see yourself in this episode, please don't let it discourage you. We are all human. We are constantly making mistakes. What will set you apart is that you can recognize it and try to be better every day. And luckily, like I told you in the beginning, we already know the antidote. What a relief it is to know that we can take our happiness back. All it will require of us is to be humble, meek, submissive, and open to growth, and everything will quickly change. The best way we can stop the competitiveness we find ourselves in is by loving others, to lift them up, give genuine and sincere compliments. Try to understand that others are doing what they think is best from their experiences they have been given in their life. We can look to forgive instead of criticize. We can serve others and help others. We can work on being open to constructive criticism ourselves, to listen and learn from our parents, coaches, and friends. I hope you will join me this week in taking a few seconds to think before we act, to ask ourselves if what we are contributing is helpful and kind. I hope you can choose to only look for the approval of God and ourselves, trying to be genuinely happy with who we are. We will naturally stop comparing and competing with others, and we will absolutely find ourselves so much happier becoming who we were meant to be. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please click to subscribe and join us on Instagram. We'll see you next time on Becoming. Becoming.